Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Become a Calm Mama. I am Darlene Childress, and I am your host and your parenting coach and your life coach. And today I'm going to do a little life coaching, I think. I actually don't have a full script or outline for this episode. I kind of wanted to just talk to you a little bit about some reflections that I had on a trip that I just took with my two teenage sons. I just got back from traveling with my kids to New York City. We went for four or five days. I live in Los Angeles. So we flew across the country, the three of us. And I I am married. Um, I've been married 25 years to Kevin. And he has always worked a lot of hours and has not really had a lot of time off throughout the years. It's interesting because he works in the film industry in Los Angeles, and there's this phrase called a Hollywood widow. And it is really for typically the woman who is married to somebody who is in the film industry. The hours and the expectations in the film industry are really intense. And so they came up with this phrase of Hollywood widow. And it's sort of was a lot of my reality most of the time that I was raising the boys because Kevin would work, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. He had a commute and I just did a lot of stuff with my kids by myself, which I got really good at. And one of the moms I was talking to recently, she was like, wow, you know, you traveled with your kids by by yourself? And I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I did that a lot. I've taken the boys on trips. We I once did a 12-hour road trip to Moab, Utah for spring break. I've taken them to San Diego. We've gone to San Francisco. We went to London a couple of years ago. And I was thinking like, why was I able to do that? And a big reason is because of what I teach about uh, limit setting and really having that parent leadership and being able to have the boys listen to me. They they listened to me not because they were afraid I was going to hit them or hurt them or you know disconnect from them emotionally, but because they understood that you know it was the, in their best interest to to listen and to follow directions, and they trusted me and they believed that whatever I said was going to happen. So, you know, they listened, which made it a lot easier for us to travel. I could take him in road trips and all of that. That's actually not what I want to talk about. I'm not going to talk about traveling with kids today. I'm going to talk about this one particular moment on our vacation to New York, the boys and I. And before I share that one moment, I think I need to tell you just a a little bit about my personality maybe, or like this old, 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 old habit of thought that I had, like an old belief. And it was that things are never good enough. Things are, things should be better. Things could be better. I should do more to make this moment better. In general, I had this like dissatisfaction with things. And I remember like at Christmas time, we celebrated Christmas growing up and, you know, I would be so excited about the presents and, you know, have all of this uh, positive emotion. And then Christmas would come and I would constantly feel so disappointed by Christmas. I'd just be like, ugh. And 
in my mind, I guess I was going to get like everything I ever dreamed about or like the entire, you know, Sears catalog because it was, you know, back in that time period. I think I built it up in my mind so much that I thought that like whenever the thing happened, I always felt a little bit dissatisfied. And I've had that feeling for for a really long time. And it's one of the reasons like in my life coaching for myself, what I work on is is trying to move past that negative emotion to to process it when it happens, but also to recognize why it's why it's coming up and like what are the thoughts that are underneath that feeling of dissatisfaction. And a lot of times it's just it's like unmet and expectations, but it's because my expectations I never really think about what I actually want. I just think it's going to be perfect. I'm not a perfectionist, <laughs> but I like when things go as I envisioned them. It's taken me a lot of years to figure out how to change the way I think about experiences. And one of my goals personally for 2023 was to cultivate more contentment. I wanted to be able to enjoy my moments without having to do a lot of mental gymnastics to get myself to enjoy the moments. Okay, let me tell you how this happened, how this played out for me on vacation with the boys. So we travel, you know, we, we fly all day, we get to New York and we check into our hotel, it's nighttime, and we go to a ramen restaurant near our hotel. And I'm sitting there and I can, I feel unhappy <laughs> and I feel a little bit dis, dis, disconnected from the kids, a little bit disappointed. I feel like, like angsty. I just, ugh, you know, and I got a little curious, which I tend to do whenever I notice myself in negative emotion. I just kind of get curious with myself, like, what's this about? And I also kind of talk to myself, right? Because I'm a life coach and I life coach myself and coach myself through those feelings. And there was this moment at the table where I looked at my two kids and I felt at first like I wanted to be disappointed in the way that they turned out, which is embarrassing and hard to say. But it's almost like this old habit of mine that would look for problems, would look for ways that aren't good enough, ways that I'm not good enough, ways that I'm not, it's not perfect, it's not right, it's not, it's not okay. And then I would like kind of use that negative feeling as a whip to do more, perform more, make it more exciting, make it better. And in that moment, I didn't want to feel that way about my kids. I didn't want to look at them and think like any negative thought. I, and I looked at them and I thought to myself, these are the people you raised. These are them. These kids sitting at this table, these are your kids. These are the people you raised. And I felt satisfied. I felt content. I could sense this sinking in this moment where I was like, yeah, and it's good. 
I like them. They're okay. Are they perfect? No. Was one being picky about not wanting to eat ramen and being grumpy? Yes. Was one, you know, whatever he was doing. Like they're just people. Like they're humans. They're regular people. And they're, but they're my people. They are my kids. I'm their mom. These are the boys that I've traveled with across continents at this point and, and spent spring breaks and, and fall breaks with, and these are them. And I was happy and I looked at them and I reminded myself, I said, Darlene, this is what you always wanted. You did it. Look at what you've done. You've traveled across the country to New York City with your children. Like this, I grew up super poor and like nobody ever went on airplanes growing up. We never went to restaurants. It was just like survival. And I had these big dreams and these big plans and, you know, big desires for my life. And they've happened. And that old tug of like, Mm, but it's not good enough. Mm, it's not, it's not, you're not content yet. You don't have the right to feel settled. If you settle, you know, you'll never achieve anything. Like I have these old, this old patterns, old thoughts. But in that moment, they weren't the first thoughts. They weren't the first things that came through. I just was like, these are the people you raised. These are them. And you did it. You did it. You did what you wanted to do. You created the relationships you wanted to create with your kids. You gave them the emotional skills and tools that they need. You've taught them the things. Did I do it all perfectly? No. Is it, are they done? No, they're not. They're still growing. They're still learning. Like they have a whole lifetime (laughs) to figure out, you know, exactly how to organize their sock drawer or whatever. Like I'm not running out of time. Nothing is like complete, but my, my parenting journey in this stage is somewhat coming to a close as Lincoln goes to college and as Sawyer starts his senior year and he starts driving. There is a transitionary period that I am in in my parenting. And I'm so grateful that I am not looking at my life now or my children or any, any of the decisions I've made with regret with dissatisfaction. There was just this feeling that first night at that, at that ramen table where I was like, yeah, these are the people you raised. These are them. And you did it. And that is what it's really all about, right? We're raising children so that they can become adults, so that they can go out into the world and be whoever they're supposed to be. And my goal has always been that they have the emotional tools and skills to manage their own feelings, their own thoughts, how to overcome negative emotion, how to move through it, how to be resilient in the midst of hard things, you know, to take personal responsibility, all of those, those parenting goals that I've held in like my values around being a mom. I look at my kids and I'm like, yeah, yeah, they, they're on their way. <laughs> like they have that skill set. It's, it's still developing, of course, but they have it. And 
on the other side is my relationship with them. I wanted to move through every stage of the developmental stages and, and grow in our connection and not grow apart, but to use the development, use the struggles, use the obstacles, use all of the, the difficulties and the beauty that would, it would bring us together. And the teen years are tricky because on one hand, you're needing to be letting them go and having freedom and having, you know, more responsibility and, and, and canning them their life. And on the other hand, you're scared that if you let go, they'll get it hurt. They'll get in trouble. They'll fuck up. And, you know, you don't, you don't want to. And also you're afraid that if you let go, they'll leave and not come back and you won't have a relationship. And there's this tension when you have teens and, now that I'm, I'm not like done, like Lincoln's about to turn 19. So, it, you know, technically he's still a teenager, but there, it does feel like we're coming to the end of this period of, of adolescence. And, and I am so grateful for the quality of the relationship that I have with each of the kids. It, they are different people. And so our relationship is different. The conversations we have are different. The things they share with me are different because of what they're going through and I love that. Like they're unique and that means our relationships are unique. And the, the connection we have though is similar between each kid. Like the, almost like the life coaching role that I've been able to have in the boy's life as they've gotten older is just, it is so rewarding to me. I feel that I've moved from being the leader of their lives like I'm no longer leading. I'm no longer making all the decisions or really making, may, maybe even making very few of the decisions for them. They're making most of their decisions. So I'm not really the leader of their life anymore. I am the guide while they become the leader. And watching us go through this transition has been, it's been hard. It's been painful. It's been difficult. I've had to learn and grow and trust and, you know, be okay. And as I've kind of, you know, come out of that period of time, I look at us and I look at our relationship and I'm like, ah, yeah, I did it. We stayed close. We stayed connected. I have a, a really genuine relationship with each of the kids and they not just talking about like life's like, you know, where are you going? Are you going with your friends? Like, how's your school? We talk about real things, things that are on their mind, things that are important to them, their relationships, their emotional struggles. The, the, the thing I wanted, like the connection that I really wanted, the deep goo, we have that. And I am just feeling very grateful, to be honest, like going on this trip and spending four or five days with them in this period of time, just the three of us, was just such a privilege and such a pleasure. And I'm so glad that I've done the personal work that I've done in order to enjoy it because there, that was like, there was this moment at that table when it felt like my old habit could easily have slipped in and I could have been dissatisfied. I could have kind of criticized them or like, you know, maybe give a little diggy lecture. Like, you know, you don't want to eat ramen, huh? Go all the way to New York. You don't even want to have some, I don't know what I would say, but just, some negativity might've come through the trip 
if, if I had allowed that dissatisfaction to take root. And instead, I just slipped into contentment. And the rest of the trip, I was so delighted. We didn't really even do that much. We walked around and ate at restaurants. Like, you know, we kind of saw some things. Um, but I just walked and talked with my children and listened to them and and let them experience something new and exciting and and watch them experience it. And then also they watched me experience things too. You know, we were all in it together and, and it was wonderful. And the, the funny thing is that at one point on the trip, my younger son Sawyer, he's like, yeah, this is the last vacation I'll ever take with you. <laughs> Just super matter of fact. And he's kind of been saying that for like for a while since our last trip that he doesn't want to travel with us anymore. And the thing is, I know about him and adolescents in general is that like, maybe, I don't know, like that's how they think and feel now. It doesn't mean it's forever. It doesn't mean it's permanent. Like he can change his mind. I don't need to make it a big deal. But there was some truth to it in the way that I, I'm never going to travel like this with them, the three of us, as like, the, the mom of children, like they're just not really kids anymore. You know, they're young adults. And that means that it is going to look different from now on. Like this trip was the end of an era of traveling with my children, because now I'm going to be traveling with my adult children. And that that's different, right? So if you have little kids and you're listening to this, you're like, what? I don't want to... I can't even imagine, like, I don't, what are you talking about? Here's what I want you to know. Enjoy the ride. I know people say that as much as they, you know, always say that to you. And I think it doesn't, it happens in those small, small moments. It happens when you're at the park and you look at your kids and they're like swinging or, you know, or even when they're like climbing on you and they're bugging you and they're like, can we get ice cream after this? And, or they keep asking you for like, you know, can you buy us something or can we watch TV? And you're just so annoyed. If there's any part of you that can pause and just say, yeah, these are the people I'm raising. These are the people I did it. It's like, or I'm doing it. You know, just being in the moment as much as you possibly can, even if it's hard, kind of reframing it in such a way where you almost feel nostalgic for it, even while you're in it. Like sometimes I'll think to myself, how will I think about this in five years from now? Or how do I want to remember this in five years from now? How do I want to think about this? How do I want to remember this period of my life? And then I choose to think that way now. Like someday I'm going to look back and laugh at this. Well, why don't I just laugh now? Someday I'm going to, you know, look back at that trip to New York and, and think, oh, that was our last trip and I loved it and it was so special. Well, why don't I think that while I'm living it? That's the challenge that I give to myself and that I leave with you as you go about your week and, you know, heading into summer and the, the springtime and 
all the events that happen over the next couple of weeks with your kids, like, you know, the recitals and the assemblies and the class parties and a lot of spring birthdays and all of those things that start to happen. Being able to maybe step outside just a bit of, of it, like step outside of the moment and ask yourself, how do I want to think about this right now? How do I want to feel about this right now? How do I, how will I want to remember that? How will I want to remember this? And then choosing to think and feel that way right then, letting that feeling grow. That's what I did in New York. That's what I am doing, what I've tried to do all along. Um, Sometimes I can do it, sometimes I can't. But I'll tell you right now, I am doing it as much as possible as I know that, you know, in the next couple of years, my kids won't live here in my house full time anymore. And how do I want to remember this? You know, how do I want to remember this time? And how do I want to feel? And my feeling that I'm chasing right now is contentment. The feeling I'm chasing is satisfaction. The feeling I'm chasing is gratitude. And actually, the feeling I'm chasing is also feeling a little proud. Proud of myself for doing what I set out to do. If you're thinking while you're listening to this, I am not on the track that I want to be on. You don't have to struggle and suffer and like feel like a piece of shit after listening to this episode. That's the last thing I would ever want. I want you to know that I was a chronically dissatisfied person for a really long time and had to work hard at getting out of that mindset and and still do. And I am here to help guide you and support you and give you some tools. So if you want to reach out, to me and get some help or you want to, you know, participate in any of my programs, you can go to my website, callmamacoaching.com and yeah, check, check out the programs, sign up for a consultation call with me and we can talk about what your goals are and what you want to, how you want to think and feel about parenting right now and what you want to work on as a mom and uh, make a plan for that. So that's what I'm here for. I hope this episode was helpful. Like I said, it was a little bit of a (laughs) meandering walk through my brain. Um, But anyway, I hope it was good. And I hope this week you're able to pause and take a moment to reflect and reset yourself into how you want to think and feel. And if you need any help with that, please reach out. I'm here for you. All right, mamas. I'll see you next time.